genre. Archives, where we discuss the history and legends of a galaxy far, far away. I'm Gary Rowe. And I'm Tim Garcia. And we are back for just like a chill banter episode. Uh, since our last... Oh man, since our last deep dive ended up being two episodes, almost three hours of us talking about the Mortis trilogy. Yeah, so uh, the, the, the discussion grew in telling. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I yeah, right? I think our... Three, our two episodes runtime might be longer than the runtime of the actual three episodes. Right. Um, we're just going to like hang out and chit chat a little bit and see what we've been up to because Tim, I've been consuming a lot of Star Wars content. Oh, really? I've decided I don't like Star Wars anymore. So oh, that's that's a shame. You're still stuck with me. Time I can't to, okay. let you out of this. <laughs> we're, 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 we're engaged. More like the, the, more like the old man at the crossroads that we met at. <laughs> Can't won't let us out of it. We have to do this podcast. Yes, now, we have to. Based on the deal of that night. <laughs> uh I I fell very deep into all the higher public stuff after Rising Storm came out. Um, which I know you've been reading. Yeah, I started Rising Storm. I'm not too far into it. I'd say maybe you know, now in the age of Kindle, we we say in yeah. percentage as opposed yeah. to pages. <laughs> I am about like twenty percent in or so, so that makes I'm decently into it. But getting yeah. in there, yeah, I uh, I like Stellan Geos as a principal character a lot. He's very cool. Uh, he's very cool, um, and also I, I automatically like am biased towards him because I took the like oh yeah that quiz, quiz that which 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 and Jedi I was, are you I was Stellan Geos, yeah. You got Stellan Geos. I got Bell Zedifar. That makes sense. I could see you as a Bell Zedifar. Yeah. I, I'm not surprised that I got Bell. I thought that, like... The if, best thing about being Bell is you get, um... What's the name of the dog? Oh, uh, Ember. Ember, yeah. You Ember get School. Ember along with you. Sorry for anyone who's not reading Higher Public. Um, <laughs> but, uh, as listener, uh, <laughs> listener of the show, uh, Jessica told me it's nice to see a big group of Jedi that you can't, you don't know the, um, the names of, and you're, you're still kind of learning about, it's kind of like, oh, this is the exact feeling you have when you're watching the prequels and you're yeah, like, oh, definitely. what the heck? These are all, Who's, what's with this guy? Oh, yeah. this guy's crazy. Yeah. They've, they've done a lot of really cool, um, like introducing new kinds of species that have popped up that I don't think we've seen before in some of these books and in uh in other ones uh we didn't uh, the bookstore i work for did a interview with justina ireland who wrote test of courage which came out back in january and then uh what is the new one called out of the shadows i think is what the is what the new one is called about the, they're both the ones about vernestra Rowe, who is stellan's former padawan uh the youngest jedi knight of her age and she was talking about like, oh, one of the things that I really loved doing was like watching the movies and finding a, an alien species in the background and going to the encyclopedia yeah. and being like, tell me about all these guys. And like, maybe I'll use them as characters. And I just love that. That seems fun as hell. It's been really cool. I love when I get, especially in the comics, you have more uh, freedom. And I feel like the artists like to do it a yeah. lot. Um, 
But yeah, more fun like going, I have never, oh, this must be that thing's first appearance. And then you go to like the Wikipedia and it's like, no, this was, you know, in the 80s in the trading card game. You know, that's like, rad. Yeah, I love that stuff. It's like, oh, this is actually Draw existed way from longer. Yeah. You, uh, before we go like too deep into like higher public stuff, you went to uh, Galaxy's Edge again recently. Uh, Yes, uh, for, this is the first time I've been able to go on that Rise of the Resistance uh, ride. Yeah, that's exciting. And I'm, I know most people who, a lot of people can't get to either of the parks um, for financial or just travel or whatever yeah. um, reasons. Um, I, I've lived near one of the parks my whole life, so it's, it kind of, I take it for granted sometimes. It's like, yeah. um, I just drive up to Disneyland and, you know, an hour and a half or two hours and most you know a lot of people were like oh wow you know um it's a long trip yeah to totally go, so it's kinda, exactly which kind of makes me think whenever anything's broken i'm like like i don't really care that much but imagine if you traveled you know halfway across the country or something yeah friend friend of the show brian green who is a host over on friend, uh theme park this uh is yeah. at disney now right now today right now oh. he uh flew from austin texas because they had some vacation time and he was like we're gonna go to disney that's Which cool it's exciting i mean like of course he's gonna go to a theme park when he has time off but yeah um the dedication i think he's he's been but, to disney more times in the last couple in the last like several years than i have and i live as close as you yeah. do Gary, I'm telling you, we got to do a trip because I want to go so bad. Um, Tell me everything, dude. If you, yeah, the, like, seriously, if we get time, if you get time and you get the money, yeah. pick a day. I'll go with you for sure. That'd be rad. I will have to let you um, know because I want to go so bad. My sisters went recently, and my little sister Taylor bought uh, herself a lightsaber, built a lightsaber. Nice. And yeah. uh, I'm very jealous. Just the, I, I mean, I could show you just pictures I took. You'd think it's in a movie set. It's so cool. Like it's, it looks incredible. It looks just, it looks perfect, you know. And they really, you could tell people were thinking about, like, wherever you stand, it's like a frame. You know That's what I mean? Awesome. It's very cool. Um, but did you know it's um, it's a day in canon? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was, like, passingly aware that, like, there were events that happened at the park and that they were canonical events. Um, which is, like, why it's set... At the point, that's why you're not going to see Darth Vader at Galaxy's Edge. Like, it right. takes place at a certain time. It, there's a, one of the writers said that he could pinpoint the exact day. Wow. That it happens. Um, that's interesting. Which I guess you'd have to if you're writing, because you have to be like, does this happen before all that stuff happens? Yeah, or that's true. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, the, the overall, like, plot of the park is it's after Last Jedi when the Resistance has been decimated. And okay. so they're Ray and Chewie and um, and them. They're all and BB-8 and Poe and Finn and all them. They're on this outworld planet looking for recruits for the resistance. Okay. And of course, Kylo and the First Order follow them there, and they're chasing them all around the the park. And they really do a good job of like. There's two sections. Okay. There's like the section that's like the marketplace and the spaceport and like all that and then you walk out of that and it's like the wilderness and that's where the resistance is hiding that's awesome and so you know uh yeah it's really cool there's like you know hondos in the in the park i love um, that hondo's still like just the fact that hondo's still around makes me right. so happy it's so good so he's canonically still alive by then 
Um, yeah, he's there. He makes a deal with Chewbacca, gives Chewbacca some money. Um, cause it sounds like the resistance needed some money. Um, if he can borrow the Falcon for a job. Oh my God. And crew it with his men. And you are his goons. His men? Great. Yeah, you're his Great. goons. Um, oh. taking the Falcon to, uh, do this one job where you steal some coaxium from the First Order. That's cool. Um, and then, yeah, but that's the, that's the plot of the Falcon ride. That's fun. Um, which, you know, that one, the plot's not that big and there's not many like twists or turns yeah. or anything. The experience of sitting on the Falcon is very cool. The nerd in me is like, there's not six seats on the Falcon. There's just four. <laughs> but I'll make concessions. But I guess yeah. canonically now there are six seats on the Falcon. I guess. For one mission, I guess. For, for the day. Hondo Chewie, installed them. Chewie and Hondo installed them. <laughs> and then ripped them back out. But yeah, so you, you get to fly the Falcon and um if anyone's going for the first time, just so you know, the pilot on the right gets to pull the lever to jump the hyperspace, nice. which is really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. But the ride that I went back to go on was the Rise of the Resistance ride, and it is honestly one of the coolest rides I've been on. That's incredible. Tell me, please. I I wanna know all about it. Okay, so there will be spoilers if anyone's trying to like go in blind. Um, I guess skip forward a few minutes, uh, <laughs> or or stop listening. I don't know. You don't you don't owe us anything. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, so basically, I'm not gonna go into detail, but basically, sure. it's set up into kind of two stages. There's the line to get on the ride. And the line goes from like that wilderness area and kind of winds back and forth over some like in between some rocks. Okay. And stuff. And like you really see that um, like you're slowly going into a resistance hideout mm. and it really makes you feel like, oh, like, yeah, we're going through all this. So you go through all that and then you come out into a room like they put you in a room just like in uh, on a mansion where you're kind yeah, of in that okay. elevator. It's like that. You're in a room and BB-8's there waiting for you, like a little animatronic BB-8. And once everyone gets in, he turns around and he see and Ray gets projected on a hologram. Cool. You see a Ray hologram up there, which is pretty cool. Um, and she tells you, you know, oh, thank you for being recruits to the, you know, resistance. We're going to get you on a shuttle and get you to another planet uh, to meet General Organa. I was like, okay, cool. Awesome. And then Poe gives a, Poe comes on the screen because he's already getting in his uh, X-Wing to, like, take off. And he's telling you, oh, yeah, this is the plan. We're going to escort you because the First Order's still around. So, like, me and three other pilots, we all got you. Gotcha. Um, so you get on the shuttle and we'll go up there. So you walk out of the briefing room and you walk, like, just shortly and pose, like, right pose like x-wing is like right there next to you and it's like starting to take off and everything you can hear it I love you know that that cool like uh yeah so you get on and you get on the shuttle and there's this whole like exchange that happens in the shuttle and you land and this is spoilers okay okay um i'll remind again but you land um after after what happens in the shuttle you get uh, basically abducted by the first order, and you get put in a oh no in the hangar bay. Okay, you're like oh no, yeah. 
this whole thing, you're like standing in the shuttle, kind of like a Huey helicopter, where you, okay. like, you know, like kind of standing like a, or like a transport shuttle. Um, so you're not like buckled in or anything. You're just holding on. This is that shot, that really great shot from the Force Awakens trailer where they're all the uh, stormtroopers are like in the in their loading thing. Like that's exactly. It's kind of like that, but it. resistance. Oh, and you get to yeah. see an animatronic nine numb driving. Nice. And there's yeah, you can see the animatronics driving in the front. That's cool. But you're in the back with everybody else, and um, this whole scene happens. It's like a simulator, so you're moving mm-hmm. uh, very slightly because it's a shuttle. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you get abducted by the First Order, and the same door you walked in on opens again. And now you are on the hangar bay of That's the First cool. Order. Um, so you get in, and it's really cool because there's a whole thing... And they take you, and there's a cast member that's like, this this ship and its residents are all now properties of the First Order, you know, you know, come on, mm-hmm. you know. And they get you into the line to the like actual ride. Okay. Um, which is like, and they separate you and everything. Um, but yeah, so then you go, and then you go through the actual ride, which is like a dark ride where you're escaping from the First Order ship, and, nice. and Finn's there, and you see him, and uh, Kylo's there, and there's a part where you accidentally stumble onto a um, onto the bridge, and you see Kylo and Hux and everything, and uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. It sounds it's so a, fun. Yeah, and then it, the the ride is like a dark ride, like uh, like a kind of a goes about as quick as dark as like Roger Rabbit, you know? Okay, yeah, about that, that makes fast. Sense. Um, and then it it ends when you it gets you onto an escape pod, and the cart goes into the escape pod and you can and then the cart like locks down and the escape pod becomes like a motion simulator. Oh. So the rest of the ride is like star tours. So that's it's like so it's cool. wild. It's like three rides. I like rides. all the different stages of yeah, that's rad. That sounds awesome. But yeah, it's very cool. Um I want to go. I want to ride these rides. Yeah. I want to save up a bunch of money so I can get a lightsaber. <laughs> Oh, so I know, expensive. I know. I, One of my coworkers I wish you, has I like wish. over a dozen lightsabers. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> but she and her husband have been collecting for like a while. Oh, wow. Um, They're very, very pretty. We uh, had like a the, reopening the coworkers Comic-Con the... thing. Well, that's not <laughs> what I'm talking about, Tim. Don't put that in my mouth. Uh <laughs> But yeah, we we had like an event at the store and people dressed up for Comic-Con and I got to wear Jedi robes and have a cool lightsaber and it was fun. Mm. That sounds like a good time, though. Yeah, it was very cool. But yeah, we definitely need to go because I've been there now twice. No, two or three times. Something like that. I know I'm privileged. I'm sorry. That's Um, fine. (laughs) uh, Yeah, it's uh, I don't I'm not like saying it to like brag or anything. I'm just saying like, yeah, I've been there three times. And it's it's just very I can spend the whole day there. That's awesome. Yeah, like, I feel bad, but like, and there's only two rides, but I can just be like, yeah, this is the we're just cool, in, yeah, in that too. I'm I think that's awesome. Here. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, but that's just me. Yeah, it's very exciting. I just love all the aesthetics and just like the love the um the idea of being able to like walk around in that in that space. Yeah, and just being like immersed in it is. A whole nother level of engagement that I am excited to experience. I did buy the, I bought the 
uh, Galaxy's Edge expansion for Sims 4. Oh, yeah. So you've, you've basically been to the park then. <laughs> so I've been to yeah. the park, but like my Sim went to the park, yeah. got <laughs> embroiled in shenanigans. Yeah, that's funny. Joined the resistance and helped steal secrets from the First Order and stuff like that. Gosh. Yeah, that's basically fun. what I want to read those Vine Randy for... books because I know that she's featured at the park. She's in two of them, right? She's in the. There's she uh, she's in the Phasma up... book. They're both right. Delilah Dawson. Uh, okay. So the Phasma book um, introduces her as like a resistance member that she's uh, that Phasma's butting heads against. And then I believe there is another one that is just maybe Black Spire Outpost or. Yeah, because that's the one about Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, I think there's two different Galaxy's Edge books, but uh, Vi Mirandi's, uh one of them is Dalia Dawson, and, and Vi is in that one as the principal character. I've only sort of seen her, like, in the part. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, she's doing stuff, but I don't know, I, don't, I haven't seen her. Yeah, in the, in the Sims expansion, you get missions from her before you actually interact with, like, Rey or anyone else. There's, like, a tier system sort of happening. The way that, for whatever reason, Jedi just get, like, to be the top commanders, yeah. even though they're not experienced soldiers nowadays. Nowadays, they shouldn't Ever. back then? Ever? Yeah. They were like, I can't fight a war for you. Next it's, thing he knows, the Jedi yeah. are fighting a war for you. The It's funny that, like... The Jedi aren't supposed to be seen as soldiers or warriors or whatever, but, like, all of the Jedi we know are. Because there's yeah. no story if you don't have to make them fight. It's literally called Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. Not all of the Jedi. Well, no. I guess we do see Jocasta kick ass. We do. I love Jocasta New. Yeah, I love Jocasta New, too. Um, but, yeah, the first thing that Luke does is is become a commander in an army. Yeah. I'm not sure how that. <laughs> um, yeah, I could talk about the ranking system in the Rebel Alliance. Oh yeah, it's, it makes no sense. I think it doesn't. They heard about Lando's maneuver at the Battle of Tanab, and they put him in charge of the run on the second Death Star. Literally, just heard about it. <laughs> yeah. And then, well, no, he did go undercover and rescue, become part of the plan to get captured. That um, yes, that's true. To save and then on. to save everybody. No, he didn't get captured though. He he like he like got a job as a guard. Oh, that's right. That's right. He didn't end up getting captured. He was an integral part of that plan. Without Lando, that plan doesn't work. Is that true? Yeah. We'll talk about Return of the Jedi sometime. We can talk about it now. We could talk about it now. Has anyone not watched Return of the Jedi? Anyone here <laughs> not watched Return of the? Everyone. I think everyone's probably seen Return okay. of the Jedi. Through so to make us. sure. I don't want to spoil plan, this pla- I don't understand this plan at all, Tim. The plan doesn't make any sense, but... It makes no sense. Without Lando, it doesn't work. Uh, Han would have fallen what, to the... The only thing he... The only th- oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Han, Han would have ended up in the Sarlacc pit if not yeah. for Lando. Which the goal of the entire plan was to rescue Han. <laughs> that is, he is true. mission critical okay. character. He is, he is mission critical. <laughs> I apologize to Lando Calrissian <laughs> for underestimating what he did, his accomplishments at Jabba's palace and on the space barge. Yeah. Uh, True. I mean, what did Leia do? She she killed Jabba the Hutt. 
Yeah, but that wasn't integral to the plan. The original plan was to buy uh, yeah, him, I right? suppose. <laughs> Literally to sell <laughs> the droids. Yeah. Uh, no, Luke if that gave worked, the droids. Luke just gave the droids away. She sold Chewbacca. What if that? Imagine if that had worked. It had worked. And they, like Luke's like, oh, I guess I accidentally just traded these droids. Do you think he would have cared? Or would he just been like, oh, I'll get any droids? Because he I, seems to be nice to the droids. I think that he seems to be nicer to the... I don't think... I think I think Luke is more like his father. And that he would go above and beyond to rescue R2 and 3PO. Rather than doing the Obi-Wan thing of like, oh, you just get a new droid. You think Luke would put the same effort into rescuing Probably not R2 the same D2. effort. I don't think he would go quite as far as Anakin did to get R2-D2 back. No, God, saying, I think he no, loses saying, R2 like four times during the Clone Wars. Do you think he would rescue R2? He'd put the same effort into rescuing R2 as he did Han Solo. <laughs> yes. You think he would give the same? I think it's a very poor effort, but it is effort. He, no. And it was successful. No, no, no. <laughs> it was dumb and it was successful, but he definitely put a lot of effort into it. Okay. There's a lot of strings. Yeah, he got everybody on board, right? Yeah. Does, so does R2 saying, get... If R2 gets kidnapped or something, does does Luke do we, go far enough also to, being, like, embed Lando as a plant? Do we even... It's not confirmed that this is Luke's plan, either. Don't know who's... We just kind of blame him. I, it's easy to blame him. He feels like the one it's, in control when he shows up. And he chokes out those guards. <laughs> Yeah, he gets captured. Like, does anyone have ideas? Chewbacca, you knew him best. And Chewbacca just roars and no one can understand him. But everyone's like, you want us all to get captured? And Chewie's just like, no. That's a bad idea. That's a great idea. And they're like, okay, yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, I also love that, like, Luke had to record that message with R2 behind C3PO's back because 3PO's like, that's the wrong message. Right. What was, um, yeah, it's just, I mean, I love it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Maybe they're just constantly wiping 3PO's memory. All the time. That's why he can, he can really only speak English, despite claiming he is <laughs> fluent in six million forms of... Six million forms of communication. Oh, it's Did so Did you silly. see the announcement uh, today for... Um, Star Wars Terrifying Tales. Yes, yes, a new I did. Lego Star Wars Halloween special. I'm excited I, for I this. I didn't. I didn't know I wanted. I need. Just can can we just keep getting Lego Star Wars holiday like different holidays specials? Yes, please. I wonder if there's like a Halloween equivalent in like. The holiday special is about Life Day, which isn't Christmas, but like kind of is Christmas. Um, is there a Halloween equivalent or is this just like spooky stories of the Star Wars universe? It's got to be spooky stories. So what do we got? What's a spooky story? And obviously, I think the Night Sisters existence in general is a spooky story. Yeah, the Night Sisters are spooky. They're literally called witches. Just like by nature. Yeah. Um... I mean, there's lots of spooky creatures and things. Like, what's a spooky Only creature? Only you just had zombies. <laughs> yeah, I know. Those That book hit the 
hit the New York Times bestseller list. <laughs> Red Harvest, I think, is the God one I'm it. thinking of. No, Death Troopers. I'm sorry. Death Troopers was the one that hit the New York yeah. Times bestseller list. Delights All you need is I, that cool cover. It is a cool cover. Yeah. Um, I want to read those eventually. Yeah. That could be fun. I do not really want to read those. Yeah, there's a... Tim, I think if I... If I really let myself, I think I could just only read Star Wars for the rest of my life. Because, <laughs> um, like, the, I'm not kidding when I said I, I think I... I think I read seven Star Wars books in... Like, four months. Wow. And they were good. The High Republic stuff is very good. Like, I know we had a whole conversation with Nick... Uh, Nick Menez yeah. uh, about Light of the Jedi when that came out. And I know you're reading Rising Storm right now, so I won't spoil it. But I read Rising Storm and they introduce they introduce Stella Geos, but then they introduce, there's a couple of moments in that book where he and his former Padawan Vernestra have conversations and it's clear that she is somewhere else on the planet also doing something. Oh, wow. So then I went back and I read Test of Courage, which was the middle grade one that first introduced her back in like February. Um, and then I read Justina Ireland's new one, Out of the Shadows, which takes place like a couple of months after the Republic Fair of uh, Rising okay. Storm. There's some good stuff, man. I love all of this political intrigue with like the Nihil and what they know about hyperspace lanes. Yeah. I like all these non-Jedi force users that Yeah, have they popped started up. popping them up in this new book. Yeah, I mean, there's like three of them in the beginning of that book. Yeah, we needed Rito Force users. Yeah. Yeah, on. I liked that guy. <laughs> I like that guy. I don't remember his name. Yeah. He's um, cool. He's very cool. But yeah, it's kind of cool. I like the. Yeah. I've been doing good stuff. Bad Batch has been great. Bad Batch has been really good. I'm so curious. I don't want to um, like. A lot of people yeah. are telling me that, that they're kind of losing interest. I've heard it from a few people. They're like, eh. You know, this, these last few episodes... There's only two episodes left of the season. Yeah, I think it's real built, really yeah. building now. Yeah, and there's been a lot of, like, that's the oh, thing is... Cool, but we'll each do of these episodes, uh, especially, like, the middle... I think the middle chunk of the season has felt kind of like one-off sort of... I don't want to say it's fillery, but it's kind of fillery. But yeah. um, they've been introducing some interesting things, like, subtextually, especially in, like, the Ryloth episodes with um, regards to the clones that we thought were regs that were affected by Order 66 that maybe aren't? Yeah, um, I don't know. Spoilers for... Minor spoilers for an episode from a couple weeks ago, but um, they do that Ryloth episode, right? And they introduce that guy, Hauser, who's, like, yeah. in a blue outfit. He's not in, like, the all-white like everybody right. else. Sexy clone. And he's immediately, like, butting heads with his superiors in a way that we haven't seen from any of the other regs since Order 66 happened. And then at the end of that two episode arc, he refuses to continue to fight and puts down his weapon and has like a speech and other stormtroop, other clone troopers also put their yeah. weapons down. And there's this interesting thing of like, no, I thought that I thought that everybody was just like leashed at this point, but that's clearly not the case. My thought was Order 66 only applies to clones with regards to Jedi. And, and it's is it it's different for it's different for Crosshair because he had the dial turned up higher. Well, he's the only one that the because of the chip was 
successful on he's like the closest one to being a successful clone. Okay. But his it didn't malfunction with him. And it looks like it kind of started to with Rekka. But yeah. Uh, um yeah. So but I think that I think that the reason that they're t- I don't know, I'm probably completely wrong, but Yeah, I'm so curious, my, right? Because I my thought jump I thought... in my head was because their defection their treason was specifically with regards to Caleb Dune. I guess so. Um, I that makes sense. I had thought that like Order sixty six happened, and it wasn't only the slaughter of the Jedi, but was also the flip switch on like good soldiers follow orders. Like y'all are obedient to a fault at this point. Like there is mm-hmm. no more like free will agency in like making plans or decisions. Like you follow orders. Period. Yeah, my my interpretation was strictly because I was trying to answer this question, and I'm like, well, maybe it was this. Yeah, that, yeah. I've been. I just. I was thinking about this earlier today too, and I, and I think you might be right. It's interesting that it's interesting that are that there are clones now that can be disobedient or are showing that they are not fully in line, and like something's going to happen with that. That's going to break bad in like no yeah. time. But, uh, will we see in the last two episodes? Will yeah. we see a baby Grogu? Huh? Baby, baby Grogu. Double baby. Double baby. Baby, baby, baby Yoda. I don't know why. Maybe twenty. At that. Baby, baby Yoda. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty-year-old baby Yoda. Yeah. I don't know. Um, how long are we getting a season two of Bad Batch? Do you know? I don't think I don't think it's been Disney Plus never tells us. I feel like because we all got surprised with Loki. That's true. If we don't get a Bad Batch season two. If they're assuming that this is the end. (laughs) Right. Uh. Does Boba Fett show up? Um, I think Boba Fett and, and Omega need to meet at some point. Yeah, they do. I don't know if they meet this episode, but they definitely meet. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm so int- I'm so curious. I I yeah. do like that the show has been like a who's who of like Clone Wars and Rebels. Right. And future storytelling, right? Because we have Fennec Shand. We've seen we saw Cad Bane. I was so happy about Cad Bane. Um. Yeah, Cad Bane is a fave. Why am I forgetting the two sisters? We saw them. They were from season seven. Oh, yeah. I didn't really care for them. I'm, like, much. curious about what they're doing in the background, but, like, I'm happy for just, like, a couple episodes every once in a while. I don't need, like, a whole thing about that. Right. Yeah, I'm cool with them um, showing up, but I think they got, like, Rex three a couple episodes. times now. I like Sid. I think Sid's a cool character. Sid's great. Yeah, they've, they've been doing a good job of, like, he likes to do this where he takes his, like, integral characters, his um, like his close-knit group of, like, family, uh, and then uses them to expand Star Wars and fill in holes and stuff yeah. like that, um, which is what he did in Rebels. Um, it's really, having it's this, just, like, every time someone clones. pops up that I know from somewhere else, I'm just like, oh, it's this person. Right. Makes me happy. It's Yeah, it's cool. And I sometimes like it's like, but I wonder how much if people aren't like, I wonder if that's kind of it. Like if you're not as into 
all the like connections and backstories and everything. I wonder that if it's just like it. this is all just kind of like. I think nothing, every episode like features somebody from somewhere else. Yeah, well, even um, in one of the episodes, the episodes where they were breaking, um, they were on Rightloth and breaking people out of prison. Yeah. Um, there is a specific moment where what's his name? The guy who's excited uh, to share stats. Um, never. I remember Rekka and Hanta and Omega. But I don't remember... Oh, Tex. There's Tech. Tech yeah, and Echo. Yeah. Yeah, so Tech is the one that was flying the thing. But they show him specifically do the maneuver that you have to do in the Squadrons game. Oh. To drift the... Drift your... That's fine. Your fighter. And he does it. Like, they show him. He hits the boost. And then he cuts the engines. And then he yanks the throttle. Which nice. is what you do in the game. And not only that, and he drifts the thing, and then not only that, it makes the same sound effect. Oh, that's legit! As it does in a, in one of the one or I two love, of the different things. I, so it's I like, love like people might call this kind of stuff fan servicey, but I love this. I love all yeah, these. Yeah, it's great. Um, and I was, uh, I think, I'm sure someone else has asked, but uh, I follow the uh, game designer uh, oh. Ian Fraser on Twitter. And I was when I saw that I was like I literally just tweeted I was like hey did you see did the, you see this yeah. the thing and he was just like yeah it was awesome <laughs> it's like, <that's laughs> I love cool. that <laughs> you know I love it's like that. it's like yeah this is like it, it's made by Star Wars fans which is cool yeah that's the thing like I think I think the longer Star Wars goes on right like the more the creators are going to be people that grew up with it and so you're just going to get more and more of like it's a it's a fun positive feedback loop yeah. I love it. I'm excited. Oh, we should yeah. do when when it's over because cool. we talked about doing a deep dive for the Patreon. When it's over, we should just do like a big. Yeah, we'll do a big series okay. recap. How do yeah. we feel about it? I'm excited. Um, all that. Yeah. Um, some other stuff. It's gonna be fun to have other stuff to talk about this year because we have that that Tales of Terror coming up. Star Wars Visions is this year. There's a book tied to that called Ronin that's coming out that looks cool. Star Wars Visions is gonna be cool. It's gonna be so cool. People um, don't know that's the like anime anthology series that's coming yeah, out. And a bunch of different cool, cool, like well-known anime studios. And there's one about a droid that wants to be a Jedi. Oh, I love it. I, I love it. I love that one. Um, um, yeah. I think that they've already said that that's like. I feel it's like this not yeah, canonical, but this year has been dominated by Marvel, which I absolutely do not hate. Um. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel like. Uh, we get a little, we get a little stars. Who knows when that? Um, I really want that Skywalker Saga Lego game to come out. Oh yeah, I've heard that that's been. I don't, was it postponed or yeah, they didn't it keeps have getting it pushed. originally? Yeah. yeah. I will play that when that comes out for sure. Yeah, there's no official release date yet. It says 2021, but we'll see. Yeah, it would be. Uh, be very cool. We would also, um, I was gonna say, the uh, I'm trying to think of the other Star Wars thing that was oh. coming out. I oh, Book of Boba, Book of Boba Fett's this year, right? Yeah, I was thinking oh, something, something until that. then because that's like what we're, yeah, oh, well, I don't know what else is coming. Done. I know there's more comics, I know there's more, um, I know there's more books out. We get the next batch of um, High Republic, I think it's in September. My understanding 
Yeah. What is the? They said it was going to be a trilogy, right? Yeah. Uh, not exactly. Uh, they said that either with the stuff coming out in September or the stuff that's coming out in January, that's going to be the end of phase one of the High Republic. They okay. did not say how many phases it was going to be. But uh, following those those writers on Twitter, um, they apparently have content planned for years. So we're going to get a lot more of these characters. This is just the beginning, which is cool because big stuff is already happening. Right. And there's cool characters there. and There's some really cool well, characters there. Yeah, because didn't they say Acolyte was going to be one of the... Acolyte is... I My understanding from the marketing materials that Acolyte is... Represents the end of the High Republic. Okay. Um, and then it turns into... I don't know, right? The High so Republic... The, the... Middle floor Is the High Republic... Republic is the High Republic... Like, the Republic of the High Republic is the same organization that the Republic we see 200 years later is presumably i guess we can't tell that but we don't know it could fall and and the, the republic we know is actually the new republic and there's gonna be a new new republic it's just i mean their capital is on a different planet from coruscant which is weird right that is Isn't true it? yeah yeah it's on a different i think it's on a different planet uh but the jedi high council is still right. on coruscant and I think a lot of the politicking of the guy, I don't, maybe it's not that the capital's not on Coruscant, but I don't think Lena So is on Coruscant. Like, I think that she operates from a different base. Yeah. That could be wrong. I don't remember. It's kind of fuzzy. It probably goes like High Republic, Low Republic, I don't know, Right Republic, Left Republic. Oh, no. Oh, that's getting too War of the Republics. And then there, and then there's, I don't know, Yoda's Republic, what was the last one? What is that era called? I think it's just the, new, the Republic. It's just the Republic era. Okay. Oh. That's weird. N um, Give me a second. I'm going to pick a book up. Gary has left. He is walking over to pick up a book, which is on the other side of the room. He stops pensively. Okay. Flips through the pages. So, in the... Books that are published by Disney Lucasfilm Press, they have a Star Wars timeline in the beginning okay, of the book. So right. these are all the, the middle grade and young adult ones. And it's the High Republic. Oh, okay. So this is not what the actual Republic age is called. But um, the, the prequel era is called Fall of the Jedi. Okay. Um, then we have The Reign of the Empire. That's Bad Batch and Solo. Age <laughs> of Rebellion, right. which is... The original trilogy, Rebels, uh, Rogue One. Uh, the only thing that falls in the New Republic era right now is Mandalorian. Because no? Resistance... Oh yeah, I guess you're right. Resistance, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker are called Rise of the First Order. Uh, the Resistance also. No, I guess you're right. The Resistance would be like the end. It'd be like the end to the beginning, maybe? I don't know. Star Wars yeah. Yeah, so it's called Rise of the First Order, and because the New Republic is gone, and I don't know the fate of the First Order at the end of Last Jet, like or of uh, Rise of Skywalker, like there is no galactic political organization left. It seems. Yeah, so now's my perfect time to be like the um, gangland Star Wars movies. Yo, that could be. That's I. I thought we would get that for the beginning of Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Because I'd be like, the Resistance is dead. The First Order is basically dead. 
wouldn't it be cool if the entire galaxy was just ruled by crime lords? I want the Darth Maul Kira alliance story and like him running Crimson Dawn and working with the other crime bosses that he organized with in the Clone Wars and all that shenanigans. Yeah, I wonder what that relationship was but like. I don't know for I don't know. I have no idea. I've only started uh War of the Bounty Hunters for spoilers. Oh, how's that been? She shows up. It's cheesy, but it's fun. Yeah, that's about it's, what I expected. Yeah. Um The plot is basically that Boba Fett on his way to taking Han Solo to Jabba the Hutt accidentally gets jo- Han Solo stolen. <laughs> So Wait, like, no, I love this. So like, yeah, that's the that's the plot of that arc. And that's amazing. I mean, it's one of those arcs where you're just like, well, we know he gets him back. Yeah. So yeah. you really got to make like the entertaining. No, you have to like, make the rest of the I want Han Solo's carbonite body to go all over the galaxy. I just feel like what has Boba Fett done? The only thing he did was successfully follow him. Right. And I guess a, so. Other than that, the only thing he's been successful at is, like, getting it robbed and apparently getting it back. Retroactively, young Boba Fett nearly successfully murdered Mace Windu during the Clone Wars. Nearly successfully. Yeah, the only reason he wasn't successful is because another clone, like, you know intercepted what happens him to and was nearly like, successful assassins? Yeah, I can. They're not okay, they're but bad. like, he was like thirteen or something. Yeah, no really room Jedi for Master. error on that job. It would have worked. It would have worked if he didn't have like at that. Oh, the Force protected him. Yeah, you if gotta, he didn't get a call at that. Never. Moment to if go I can give bridge. you one tip in life, Gary, never okay. attack someone with plot armor. <laughs> yes, but Boba didn't know that. He tried. The sand. Also, by the end of Clone Wars, like he's running his own bounty hunter crew that very much respects what he does. And he's like 16. Like, I just I want more Boba Fett, please. Oh, yeah. I didn't say that. I'm just saying he's bad. He's bad at doing his job. (laughs) The original trilogy Boba Fett was bad. Yeah, he was terrible. He was accidentally. He he just fell. He was accidentally. He he was accidentally murdered. Blind by a blind man. Accidentally. But he, he wasn't murdered. No, but he, you know. They yes. Definitely thought he was murdered, but he was accidentally defeated by a blind man. Yes. You're not wrong. You know who a hundred out of a hundred... You know who that would never happen to? A hundred out of a hundred Jedis. Okay. It would never get abs- accidentally murdered by a blind man. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna argue this, because <laughs> I don't have a... I don't have a defense. I feel like Jar Jar Binks wouldn't even get accidentally murdered by a blind you, man. Jar Jar Binks no, would Jar be Jar the blind Binks man. No, Jar Jar Binks is the luckiest being in the galaxy. Yeah, Are you kidding me? Yeah, he specked all into luck. Jar, drunken master Jar Jar Binks. Right. Oh my god. We're just spiraling at this point. This was a destruction Always. episode. But I no, wanted to just like talk to you about Star Wars stuff and like yeah. catch up. I'm. I mean, I'm excited. I like... I mean, I'm not excited for the, um, we have to wait so long for new Star Wars from 
now till the end of the year. Dude, I wish I could keep up with all the Star Wars that came out. I don't yeah. I don't have the time or the money to do so. <laughs> I'm I but. read all the higher public comics up to like a month ago. So I'm a couple okay. issues behind on higher public. But there's all those other comics that I haven't read. Right. There's books that I know I haven't read that I don't know if I'll have time to get around to. Uh I really want to read. I can't play all the games. I just there's too much Star Wars games out. There's no new ones. There's ones I haven't played, though. Right. Those don't count. Someone just pay me to consume Star Wars content and I will do so happily. Wait, you're not getting paid. Are you getting paid? You're not getting paid, right? Uh, I didn't know about this. I didn't hear about this. Anyway, uh, let's talk about our next episode. Yeah. Um, it'll be another deep dive. I think it'll be fun. Um, we are looking into... We haven't decided exactly which one yet. Have we? I think we Did should we just do the first one. The first one? Yeah. Okay, we can do the first one. Well, is there is there one that you would like to recommend instead? I was going to look up... There were, There's some weird ones. They did some weird ones in the <laughs> 90s. Oh, okay. Um... But, uh, yeah, we're going to do the uh, radio drama, the first radio drama. Yeah! Um, which is fantastic. Uh, I believe Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill voices Luke Skywalker for all of the radio dramas. That's cool. Um, and there's a couple other original actors in the first one. Mm. But they slowly start fading out the original actors until it's only Mark Hamill by the end. Aw. <laughs> it's... Well, and, and presumably Anthony Daniels anytime C-3PO shows up, right? Because yeah, he's, so like, he's, only like, done that. Yeah. Good for yeah, him. He's great. What a treasure. Right, could you imagine, like, playing a character and being like, no, I'm the only person allowed to play this character forever. <laughs> I believe there's, like, one or two instances of the character that is played by somebody else. There's, like, a CD-ROM game in the 90s <laughs> or something like that. It's something That's weird. That's funny. That's amazing. I love it that. It wasn't him, but yeah. Yeah, I'm excited That's to the listen to the radio drama. I've never listened to the radio dramas. I've listened to all of them, and <laughs> all three of the ones based on the movies. Okay. Um, we're not going to talk about the Empire Strikes Back one, but I still quote that with my brother. Oh. Because it's such a bad line, um, and delivered with such earnesty. Amazing. That there's, I just think about it all the time, but it's when the part where Han is looking for Luke in the hangar... And, like, he's checking in with the deck officer. Like, Have you seen Luke? And he's, like, his name. And, like, Han says something like, his name wasn't on the manifest. And the deck officer says, I noticed that, sir. I joined the I joined the rebellion because I noticed things. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's why you joined the rebellion? Because <laughs> I noticed things. I'm like, that makes no sense. And I think about that line so much. I don't know because anytime anyone says I noticed that or like somebody, I'm like, I joined, <laughs> I joined the rebellion because I noticed, I noticed things. things. It's one of my favorite wow. like way deep dive Star Wars like things that I just think That's of sometimes. Really funny. That's really do you, funny. Do you have any like weird deep Star Wars like? Um, lore or something that you just like think about sometimes? But that's the one that I. I know that's like an on the spot question. No, I don't. I I don't have anything like immediate in mind. I have things like, uh, um, 
When someone like when someone says like it's not far, I'm like Yoda not far. <laughs> or uh, or anytime anyone says I feel like I like have to say feel like what? <laughs> Yoda's first lines. It's really good. And it's and I have to. I, I do. I, think, do, I feel like this is like an easy reach, but I do the, like the Luke's like I care. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Um, I care. I can't think of any other ones. I think the other ones are like, I think Star Wars Minute has embedded 94 yeah. into my brain forever. Courtesy Alex Robinson, I believe. Yeah. Almost certainly. Um, just like long time. Long time. Oh, I do that one too. Yeah. Both of those are Star There's, Wars Minute originals, I think. Do you have any like moments of the Star Wars movies that are like little and tiny, but you look forward to them every time? Like there's things that make me laugh in Empire every single time. Sure. Um... It's weird, right? Like, there are things that... There are things that... I enjoy in each of the movies. Like, when we get like to yeah. those moments. But, like, for me, I think... I think the moment... The, the moment, I think, that is, like... Exemplifies Star Wars to me. In, in, like, a weird way. Is a bit of Phantom Menace that just makes me really sad every time it happens. I think it's come up on this podcast before. Um, there's a moment in Phantom Menace when they're on Tatooine and the sandstorm is coming and so Anakin brings the Jedi and, and Padme home to uh, wait out the storm. And they're having dinner around the table and they come up with a plan for the pod race like oh if i'm entered in the pod race like you can use the winnings to get this part you need and get off the planet mm -hmm. and like do this whole thing and anakin's mother tells him like like it breaks my heart every time you have to do this like i hate it every time Watto makes you do so and little precious baby anakin skywalker says you always say the biggest problem in the galaxy is that nobody helps each other and it breaks my heart tim every time because, like, he was such a good little kid. He had so much potential. And, like, to know that it's all going to break bad. I mean, when you think about... is like, wrecks me Just every remember, time. he wasn't all good. Yeah, he but... He did build C-3PO. <laughs> How dare he! <laughs> uh, uh, stuff like that. There's, like, really, like intense emotional moments that I always resonate with. Like it's that thing. It's, um, a bunch of return of return of the Jedi, actually like Luke going back and talking to, to, uh, Yoda and being like, is he my father? Um, Yoda just decides everything. to die. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, told you, awkward. Did he? um, and then, like, all the stuff, I think all the stuff between Luke and Vader when they're, like, in person. Yeah. Just, like, the last half of that movie is just fantastic. I love, um, yeah, all those, okay, so I'll, it's split off into two things. What I meant oh, is, like, just, also, like, little, I love the pit droid getting sucked into the, yeah, into the turbine of one of the pod racers. That's, that's, a, that's like, I know I that's what you were looking for. Uh, stuff like, like that also delights me. One of the things that happens in Empire is... When Vader realizes that, like, the rebels are hiding the specific location on Hoth, 
he turns around to get General Veer's attention, and he, like, almost hits him in the face. Oh, yeah, he's, like, right there. He's, like, almost kissing him. It's so and funny. And he's like, General Veer. <laughs> like, and it's just like, oh, God. It's like, you did oh. not expect him to be that close. Or maybe he had to be for how, like, to get him in the shot. I don't know. Maybe. It's I have like, no idea. It's really he was funny. very close and, like, almost hits him with his mask. <laughs> Makes me laugh every time. There's a bunch um, of things like that in there, but... Yeah, there the are other tons thing, of, like, little funny moments. Yeah, the other thing that I was... With, like, to kind of match what you were saying earlier, there's, like, three moments in Star Wars that are, like... Like, these... Like, say Star Wars to me. Okay. And they're the all in the original trilogy. But the first one is in uh, Star Wars, and it's... Uh, I'm Luke Skywalker, and I'm here to rescue you. Like, That's... he takes off the helmet, and he's, you know, he's like, I'm here to rescue you. And she's like, you're who? Like, you know, it's like kind of the boast. It's like, he's like right up to, you know, it's very like 1950s. Da, 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 yeah, you know, yeah, like, totally. Um, yeah, so it's, it, I don't know, it's very cool. It's very like, to me, that's a big part of Star Wars. And they could have made Luke classic. more swashbuckly if they wanted to. They could have gone that route. But it, it works as dumb farm boy. Yeah, totally. Um, but, you know, there were definitely parts. There's swashbuckly parts. Um, the fact that Luke is a farm boy is also classic fantasy. Right. Um, which I hadn't, like, really considered before. But, like, a lot of the big, like, long epic fantasy series I, I've read start with, like, kids from little towns in the middle of nowhere. Wheel of Time, the Robert Jordan, the, like, big fantasy series of his era of the 80s and 90s, yeah. like, starts with kids from a farm town. Because they um, do honest work. God. And everyone can identify with them. I also, I really love, um, if we're just going to, like, shout out moments that we really appreciate. I, I, I always loved Obi-Wan's, like, of course I know him. He's me. Yeah. Little bastard. <laughs> Dude, just answer, just a straight answer once in yeah. your life. No, that's the thing. He uh, he had to. He ha believed he murdered his best friend, and uh, and then became very guarded. He was always kind of coy, though. Yeah, he was always. I, yeah, but but he was like he was kind of suave about it in the Clone Wars. Yeah. God, I love. I love. We need to talk at some point. This is like far future. At some point, we need to talk about the first Mandalorian arc and just all of the Obi-Wan Satine stuff. Yeah, that's true. I like the Satine Me stuff. Me too. It's great. We should wrap yeah. this up. I think we yeah, just we keep should. doing this talking. for yeah. an hour. Uh, well, thanks for whoever stuck with us. Um, yeah. That was, it was just kind of a catch up, random Star Wars chit chat. I know, I don't think I've um, talked to you in like two weeks, so it was nice to chill. And then, uh, yeah, guys, if you do have uh, any ideas for things you want us to talk about, things you want to hear on the show, stuff like reach that, out reach out to us. We're on uh, Twitter, at NR Archives Pod. Um, we are um, also on the Dooling Genre Discord. Yes. Um, both of us are in there uh, pretty frequently. Linked in the episode description of every episode if you haven't joined already, so you can get the invite link just from there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much all the socials and everything. Thanks for hanging out if you made it this far. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if you didn't, then we hate you. <gasps> Thank you for Rude. listening. <laughs> 
Um, and yeah, until next time, guys, remember, if it's not in the archives... It doesn't exist. 